Hey, everybody. Welcome to Listen Money Matters. Man made the money. Money never made the man. Gotta make a plan or end up sleeping in a van. My name is Matt, and I'm here, as always, with Andrew. Andrew, how are you, and what are you drinking? Dude, was that, like, from Dr. Seuss? <laughs> I don't know. Honestly. Uh, ju- just water. Super early. Yeah, same here. I'm actually drinking out of my Fidelity bottle that I got uh, from DreamCon, yeah. It's actually- L- Laura's been. She really likes it. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. There's a lot of mechanisms to it. Oh, shit, and it's just sprayed everywhere. It, see that that compartment on the back? She goes to the gym. She puts, like, her keys and shit in there. And- all right, that was the one question. You, all right, I don't know why we're talking about this. No one can see this. But why? there's a symbol of a key. Who has one single key? Do you have one single key? I have a key. No, you could take it off the ring, though. I have a single. I have, no, I'm not going to do that. It's more of a pain in the ass. I have, like, multiple. I have, like, multiple. I have to talk about keys one day because I have multiple <laughs> keys. Like I have an entire look. Here it is. Your, your key holder. No, I mean I got the I got my car key. I Dude, my, well maybe your car key doesn't have to be like so freaking big. Well, it's the you know it has the the thing on it. Get your car from like 1995. No, it's got a panic button. It's got unlock and lock. It's big. I got this bo- sweet little Schmitz bottle opener. That's got, pretty cool. Uh, yeah, it is. It is right. It is cool. Super cool. <laughs> it's like old school. Uh, I got my parents' house key. I got a Petco card. I got a Hops and Grapes card for my alcohol. I got a ShopRite card. That can go away. I got a PetSmart card. Actually, the Pets... You know, I'm taking these things off. I got my condo key. I got my mailbox key. I don't know what that key is. <laughs> I don't know what that key is either. And this is my house key. I should probably take the keys I don't know about off. All right. Moving on. Good. That was helpful. <laughs> That was one of the listener questions. What keys does Matt have? Yeah, we're going to do listener questions. Five questions today. Um, today's catchphrase is man made the money. Money never made the man. Got to make a plan or end up sleeping in a van. And that was sent in by at David Volick. And that's uh, if you guys want to tweet David, it's at David. V-U-L. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, V-U-L-I-C-H. Um, and you can send those to us, our, our, our catchphrases to our Twitter account. It's at Money Matters Man. That is our Twitter handle. And go on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Listen Money Matters. We're always doing cool shit over there. Um, are you ready to do this? Yes, sir. Let's do this shit. I'm saying shit three times today. Four times. Is an HSA... All right, sorry. This first question is from Abigail. Is an HSA a smart move for families who are pregnant and or have young children? Oh, oh, you went to the other five questions one. I You're thought you were right. doing number 13. I am sorry. I, I did. So we're going to just flip that around. All right. Is an HSA a smart move for families who are pregnant and or have young children? Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that I don't know a reason why an HSA wouldn't be a good idea. Yeah. If you, you would qualify for one if you have a high deductible plan. And if you have a high deductible plan, um, you're going to have to pay money out of pocket. Mine as well would be the percentage cheaper of – so if you pay 20% in taxes, right, and if you pay through your HSA, technically your medical costs are then 20% cheaper. And it's pre-tax, so it reduces your taxable income. Mm-hmm. And most providers allow you to invest that balance while you're waiting to spend it. Right. And uh, you don't even necessarily have to use it for medical expenses. You could save it all the way till retirement and then roll it into an IRA and uh, – Save taxes on both ends. So, and, and if and, and I, I think like if you have your family underneath it, you can actually add more to it. Like if there's a limit for one person, which is like three thousand or something a year, mm. but with a with it doubles when you have a family, like a another partner involved. Yeah, right? and yeah, it's it's 
a freaking awesome thing. We did a whole episode on it, listen, and also we did uh, the IRA episode with the mad scientist, and he talks about the uh, HSA backdoor, the backdoor, I'm oh, sorry, it's called the backdoor IRA strategy, and it involves an HSA, and it's pretty damn clever. Yeah, um, but only certain um, insurance plans uh, can be tied to an FSA, or I'm sorry, FSA, an HSA. Yeah, so high deductible ones. So whereas normal on like the expensive plans, you might it might cost you twenty dollars to go to a doctor. On a high deductible plan, it might cost you a hundred dollars to go to a doctor. However, you know you could pay the through your HSA and and stuff like that. And you know, of course, you'll save per month. Right. Um, all right. So I just wanted to point out that the health savings account episode or the HSA episode is episode one seventy one. What about the mad scientist episode? Uh, research, research, research. Let me scroll down the page. Episode 120. All right. <laughs> That's the Mad Fientist episode. And you said Mad Fientist correctly. Yeah, I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> I, I learned things. Uh, yeah, and he was actually uh, a part of the our 200th episode. Best mm. of our 200th episode. I don't, I don't think I put that clip about HSAs in there, but... Uh, so go back and listen to episode 120 if you want to learn more about H- HSAs as well as 171. Uh, but yes... The answer is to Abigail. Yes, it is a smart move. So thank you, Abigail. Uh, moving on to the um, this is a I'm now the person's name is Keeps. What's his last? Well, I guess we, we shouldn't say his. But see, I put his last name in there too because his first name and his last name are so cool. Yeah, K E A P S. That is the first time I've heard that. Mm. All right, so Keeps asks. What would your advice be to someone who is looking to start investing this year? Stocks are incredibly expensive. Bonds are incredibly expensive. And we are potentially looking at interest rates increasing soon, which will make bonds cheaper. I don't want to attempt to time the market, but I also want to be intelligently, intelligently, (laughs) that's funny that I messed that word up, uh, look at the current market climate to make my decisions. Uh, Okay. I can pretty much answer this question. Yeah, go for it. Start investing right now. Yeah, I mean, the best time is now, mm-hmm. um, but I, I don't want to dodge his whole things are incredibly expensive, interest rates going up, and um, so they've said that they're going to raise interest rates. I mean, when it happens, you know, see it to believe it type thing. Well, I'm pretty sure they will. Yes, it will make bonds cheaper, um, and it depends why you would be holding bonds. Are you holding bonds to sell them when their price goes up and down, or are you holding bonds because you're going to get that that payment like the the similar to a dividend payment yeah. you know you get your your coupon so um i would say you'd have bonds for for the fixed income aspect and uh are things incredibly expensive people are are here and there about it some people say there's a correction coming soon look uh if i could predict the future i'd tell you uh i think things uh look still look pretty tasty yeah, go watch the movie Pie and the Fibonacci Spiral, and you can predict the <laughs> stock market. And when you figure it out, let us know. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have epileptic seizures when you when you figure it out. but And you'll put a drill I mean, in your head. Sorry. I mean, staring into the sun part. <laughs> go, go, oh, yeah. <laughs> and the drill. Go watch, go watch Pie. You, you can't predict the market. That's See, what, I, I got that uh, I, Yeah, you did get I that actually wa- I watched the movie like a million times. That's funny. I have. Okay, so wait, a, I'm having let me ask day. you who who did uh, Pie and Requiem for a Dream? That would be uh, Darren Aronofsky or Aronofsky. Is, is this correct? It like is you correct. actually? I do know that. 
because I asked you because I know that you know. <laughs> yeah, he also did the wrestler. He did Noah. He did. I think I want to say uh, the one with the monkey, like Tree of Life or something. Or mm. yeah, Twelve Monkeys. Or no, something? not Twelve Monkeys. It was a movie with uh, Hugh Jackman, and they were experimenting on his monkey. It's a bizarre movie. Uh, are, they, are the other ones? Because I didn't see Noah. I don't think I did the not monkey see, one. Yeah, I did not see it. He also did Black Swan. Uh, oh, Black Swan. Oh, because yeah. Black Swan was amazing. Yeah, so now I'm going to look it up. And make all right, sh- now I'm going to watch the rest of his stuff because I love- Oh, dude, Black- his stuff is great. His stuff that- is excellent. All right, so that, that's- All right, so happening. I will tell you- All right, so I got- It's called- All right, I was right on all of them. So he's done Pie, Requiem mm-hmm. for a Dream, Below, which I've never heard of. The that's Fountain it. is the movie I'm, I'm thinking of. Oh, dude, that is also- It's like kind of like, golden. Like the whole movie like, has this golden it's tone. Trippy, it's bizarre, yeah. Which, if you partake- Anyways. Yeah, he also did The Wrestler, which I mentioned with um oh, what's his name? Mickey Rourke, Black Swan, and Noah. Like oh, dude, The Wrestler was awesome though. Okay. Yeah. He's perfect. He was like born for that like well, I mean, he was also He's a nine born and a for half. that one movie. Well, no, he was also in 9 and a half weeks. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. The no, sex, I didn't. The sex movie. That was no. like early Mickey Rourke and then he got all roided out and Beat up F'd and up. yeah, and then okay. and then he plays this like washed up like wrestler. It's all it's a great movie, and the and the, and the, the, the he the, looks washed up like his yeah. face is so. Anyways, the cinematography and that's great. I love that movie. Um, yeah, Darren Aronofsky. Hmm. Pretty good. Right, I'm watching some of that. Yeah, yeah, they're all they're all good movies. I like them all. Anyway, uh, so, so all right, good. yeah, what do we what do we what conclusion number three? Well, did we come to a conclusion with keeps? Yeah, I mean, dude, like, uh, you could just sit out and wait, and who knows? Like, there may be another 15% upside. There may be another 50% upside. There may be no upside. And the the point is, like, uh, if you're an investor, you're throwing your money in, and you're going to look at it in five years. So what difference does it make what it does now, really? And you know I mean, what? if you're looking for short gains, like, don't do it. And as we currently record this podcast, stocks mm. are cheap. Yeah. Market's down. You have to buy on the fear, buy on the selling. Uh, the only reason I made money in Tesla or Apple is I bought when the things were cheap, when no one wanted it. Uh, that's Warren Buffett's entire strategy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you know, Steve at the Sears bottom of the whole thing, after the banks effed all the shit up, he put a massive amount of money into Goldman Sachs. That's buying on fear. No one else would do that. Mm-hmm. That's why he's a very rich man. Remember we talked to Connor on This Financial Life and he said – he he bought uh like WWE because they had lost their like TV contract and he bought um GM because their cars were exploding and like he bought all these companies. I, I wonder how he's doing now. Yeah, I think I, about it. Because, I wonder too. We should. You know, should. And, and you tell these things to anyone and they're like me like, ooh, that's a terrible decision. That's what, what I did. That thinking? was my reaction. Yeah, I'm like, why would you do that? <laughs> it's like, like it's counterintuitive. But yeah, that's kind of what. So, like, if WWE still has a good fan base, uh-huh. you know, and people still listen, they're gonna find WWE. I, I don't watch it, so I guess I'm I'm not a good litmus test of. Hey, you know what industry's uh, tanking right now? Mm. Orange juice. Why? Because I was just reading this in Money Magazine this morning. Uh, first of all, it should be tanking. Fuck orange juice. What? It's so delicious. <laughs> it is delicious. I used to drink it all the time, but it's just packed with sugar. And how could you be anti orange juice? Go go look up how orange juice like is not not fresh squeezed orange juice. I'm fine with fresh squeezed orange juice. That, but that, go look that's up all like I drink. What are you talking go about? Go research how Tropicana is made. 
All right. No, no I know. I know. I, I've, I've it's bad. Mm-hmm. And uh, not only that, but people are substituting orange juice for other things in the morning, like energy drinks. So they're being like cut out of the market. So they're they have this campaign that they're coming people out. People are waking up in the morning and they're drinking Red Bull my, instead of orange juice, dude. My, the, just the fact that that is happening before noon or even happening, dude. My, I used to work with a programmer. He I don't if he listens to the show, David. If you're out there, you know I'm talking about you. Uh, drink. He used to drink a like a rock star beverage every morning. <laughs> oh Maybe a, a few of them. My brother has a case. The guy's of mon- gonna wind up like dying or something. He's fine. I my, my my brother has a case of Monster that he he was he bought for breakfast. What? Yeah, not good, dude. But that's that's. that's th- I'm pretty sure the energy drinks are worse than orange juice. <laughs> pretty, I'd say 100 percent sure. Yeah. But, but yeah, no, the orange juice uh, industry is losing out because people are finding out that it's a lot of sugar and there's a lot of uh, there's how it's made. So and they'll have a spinoff of like the drink milk campaign. Of like drink OJ. Well, that's what they're doing right now. They and have maybe this. they can get OJ in the commercial. So what they're telling people is not to not drink as much OJ, so smaller glasses. And mm-hmm. they're also coming out with this like they contracted Marvel to come out with Captain Citrus, this like orange. This orange oh, for the cape, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're get, they're get, yeah, they're starting to freak out a little bit. So Cat maybe that's an inter- maybe that's something you'd want to invest in. I don't know, man. Uh, also, cereal and milk—they're <laughs> also declining. <laughs> uh, monster beverages are taking over, unfortunately. Well, cereal and milk is like drink, like chewing sugar cane. Yeah. Well, it depends on what kind of. But yeah, you're right. Uh, next question. Thank you, keeps. By the way, is from Thias. And he writes, I would be interested in an episode about the different college savings plans out there. I would be too. My wife and I recently found out we are expecting our first. Congratulations. And are being and being financially and being, I'm sorry, and being a personal finance nerd, one of my first thoughts was how to plan for a possible college education in the future. I know you and Matt might not have not not be experts on the situations if neither of you have kids, but maybe you guys have a connection out there that can talk about the benefits of the different savings vehicles that are out there. So there is the um, the one that everyone will find when they research. It's called the 529 plan. I thought it was the and, 503B. No, that's different. Yeah. Uh, no. Sorry. sorry. It, yeah, so uh, it's called the 529 plan, and, and it's a college savings plan that's tax-advantaged, so it, I could go in there pre-tax. And uh, it's... Um, it's usually run by the state and it comes with a bunch of stipulations, like some of them, depending on your state and how much vassals they are. Uh, you, it only work if your kid goes to school in state or if they go out of state, there'll be penalties. And um, it winds up being like this whole thing. And I wound up uh, suggesting to a lot of people, like I, I personally wouldn't put my money in there because one, you know, if if I had if I had an eighteen year old kid today, I'd probably suggest they go to college. But in eighteen years from now, who knows if it, especially with all this learning on the internet, if that's even a thing? I, how do I know if they're going to be in state or out of state? Uh, on and on. So if you want a tax advantage thing, why don't you like throw into an IRA or something? Well, isn't it, well no because an IRA you can't take out for college. When it's, so you could, you could take out the principal without um, penalty. There is there is one college savings plan that is above all else because I, mm. there are there are savings plans that doesn't matter what state you go to. Mm. Um, I know when I was reading uh, the Dave Ramsey book, he had mentioned one of them in particular that seemed to be the best one. 
Are, are uh, you going to share that with us? Uh, I wish I would have known this was the, one of the questions, and I would have done that research. I well, you, it, you you flipped the the quest five questions episode on us. I, I did do that. Yeah, that is my fault. I mean, like, dude, if you just search college savings plan, it's five to nine is the one that comes up. <clears throat> like, that's the only one. Yeah, that, so that must be the one. I, I did like a decent amount of searching for it because uh, I've I've been asked this like a lot. Like, I just uh, I feel there's too many restrictions because say that your kid doesn't go to college and you saved I don't know a hundred thousand dollars. You're like really ambitious. You have a hundred thousand dollars in a five two nine plan. Well, guess what? If you're not using it for education, you're getting massive penalties, uh, you know. For taking it out? Yeah, for, for getting access to this, unless you just hold it until retirement or, you know, treat it like a 401k, I guess. No. Mm, so you don't know anything about this <clears throat> subject. This is probably not something good we should talk about. No, no, no. I, I know a decent amount. Uh, I know enough to, to say that I personally wouldn't. Like, you could keep it till – if you don't use it for education, you can hold it till retirement, then withdraw like normal, right? So say your kid does go to college. You saved 100 k and you only use 80 of it. Well, then you just leave that 20 k there until, you know – You can't just take that 20 k off for, like, eating? No. No. It's, it's specifically for that. And that, that's where I have, like, beef with it. I guess uh, it could be like it, uh, technically like an extension of a 401k plan in that sense. But I, I would just sooner go with an IRA or just invest straight up. And Well, wait a minute. With an IRA, <clears throat> you're, you're saying you can take money out of an IRA for college? So you that's, could take a principal of- out. You could take it, No, no, no. Like you could take a principal out at any time. You can't take your gains. Okay. So you can only take out the money you put in. Yeah. So yeah. you're really not – Save. Right, I mean, you're not, you're you're not, it'll at least grow, though, so you'll at least get something for later, but... Yeah, yeah you're not getting anything. You're not getting... That doesn't make... <clears throat> that, that That doesn't... Uh, to me, that doesn't, like, scream I should do that. Mm. So... Like, I might uh, as well just put it in something else. Like, well, what you could do, I guess, is you could maybe do, like, an IRA or, or you know, something like that, and then grow a fucking smart child... And make sure that when scholarship season comes out, you listen to our scholarship episode and you hit up every freaking person who will offer like $5 or more. Because like apparently there's like very little competition for these things. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. Not 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 a magic bullet. I think that was probably what you're looking for. Okay. I'm not happy with the answer. I'm going to be honest with you. Mm. I, I, I feel like there's something better out there. We just don't Hey, I, if there's something better, like, I mean – Email me, call me out. I'll, we'll make sure we, you know, say it later. But I, I was not able to find better, unfortunately. Okay, that kind of that sucks. Mm. Uh, Thias, I hope that helped in some way. Mm. Mm. Hope that helped in depressing the shit out of you. Yeah, kind of put me down. Uh, all right, this next question comes from Johnny. If I invest in a Roth IRA or index funds, how does it get compounded? Monthly, semi-annually, or annually? And do they use effective annual rates or nominal nominal annual rates? And why invest monthly instead of investing annually if interest is usually compounded semi-annually or annually for us government slash treasury bonds or index funds? Help. <laughs> that that help was in there. Yeah, it's in there. <laughs> All right. So that confused the shit out of me. Yeah. Maybe you and can uh, – maybe you it, can... It's confusing because <clears> – <throat> He fundamentally does not understand how investments work. Okay. So I thought um, it'd be a good opportunity for, for anyone else who, who may also not uh, understand. Um, if you have a credit card, 
and you're paying interest, or if you have a savings account and you're receiving interest, there is something called APR, which is the adjusted periodical rate. And basically, uh, it's very simple. I think we did an episode on it to calculate how much you'd pay per day, per month, whatever, but it's fixed, right? Loans are fixed. That's you, you sign terms and you agree upon those terms before you engage in it, right? So when you put your money in a savings account, you've basically agreed that, you know, point nothing percent is what, what you deem good, right? <clears throat> now, investments are not uh, – they don't have terms. They don't have specific rates that are agreed upon or set because no one really knows, like – this this year, Apple could do really well and could grow twenty percent in value of the stock. And then next year, it could come. It could something could happen. Like there could be the the uh, J phone. You know, maybe someone comes out with the J phone and it makes the iPhone completely obsolete. Mm-hmm. And they're not even able to sell a single device. And their stock could tank like eighty percent. Right? Like just completely. You can't ever anticipate something like that. That is how investments work. So when you invest in something like the Vanguard Total Stock Market Fund or Betterment, you're uh, in this like broad swath of investments. So it's not only Apple. It's like Apple, Nike, Google, blah, 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 all these tons of companies. So it ebbs and flows with the economy. However, no one saw 2008 coming, like the great crash. So you could have been investing in 2007, made a lot of money, and 2008 uh, just tanked. So – it, it, there's there's no way to really um, know how much you'll make, uh, so so that's that part. Mm-hmm. And then why don't you do it annually or whatever? Because the point is, uh, this, you could invest in the U.S. stock market, and then it turns out um, the, the U.S. economy grew a thousand percent, and tomorrow things rocket. You know, it triples in value. Right. But then nothing happens for the rest of the year. If you invested at the end of the year, you would have missed that. So it's better to have your money in now as well, opposed to later. Yeah, especially if you're collecting dividends. You're going to miss out yeah. on all those dividend payments. Exactly. If you wait till the end of the year. So how does it get compounded? Monthly, semi-annually, or annually? Uh, daily, hourly. I mean, it depends okay. on what the growth is of that moment. All right. It's so very spastic. It, okay, so it's just not the same as... It, it's not – you can't describe it like that. Okay. That's how you would describe loans or, or savings accounts, stuff like that. All right. So I guess um, why invest monthly instead of investing annually? Just because to get your money in there. Yeah. It allows the sooner you, you get your money in, the sooner you so can make money. Think, think of it like this. When we do the episode of dollar cost averaging, yeah. imagine like a, like a you know parabolas or like a wavy line. Mm-hmm. Right, and it's like waving a couple times over over a long time span. If you bought yearly, and you imagine your average, it would loosely track that wavy line. If you had bought monthly, it'll much tighter track that that line. If you bought daily, it would even closer track it. So the the higher frequency you buy, the more likely that you'll track the market. Um, in, in the good times, bad times, whatever, like you'll get a, a tighter average. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at the, same, at the same time, it's like somebody had asked me, you know, about dollar cost averaging versus lump sum investing and lump sum investing just ends up working out to your benefit. If you, if they, you know, they did the studies and they found, you know, Vanguard actually did the study 
where it's like lump sum investing works better than dollar cost averaging. However, not everyone has like a lump sum that they can just <clears throat> dump into the stock market. So mm. uh, somebody had asked me what I thought about it, and I said, well, um, I don't have like 10 Gs right now, right? I don't just don't have it. Mm. Uh, but I do have $500 a month. So I'm just going to put that $500 a month in. It'll eventually add to 10 Gs. It'll eventually, yeah, sure. But I won't make as much money as if I had 10 Gs. However, like I said, well, I'm not going to take that $500 a month and store it in a savings account and then wait till I have 10 Gs and then lump sum it because technically lump sum investing does better. But how much better will it actually do? It's, it's, It's nominal. Also, if I get you know, five. I'm going to put in $500, but if, you know, my aunt is like, hey, here's $10,000, do what you want with it. And I go, okay, I'll dump it directly in the stock market. I will lump sum that. I won't spread that out. So, and I've right. done that this year. I had, you know, I've been systematically putting in $500 in the betterment, but then I came into some extra cash and I just went bloop, bloop, right in the, right in the betterment. You know, I didn't like, I didn't go, okay, well, I'm going to just base this out over time. I just need to get it in there. You know, yeah. like, you know what I mean? So I kind of do both. It's like, if you know, if it happens, it happens. It's great. Uh, so what I'm saying. I like that though. Like you're coming, you come into some unexpected money. Like don't let it sit there yeah, because it's not, then you're yeah. going to, you're going to buy like a, a man purse or something. That's you the, know, fr- I, you know, bag. I was really thinking about this. There's this coach uh, bag that I had my eye on and I'm like, nope, I'm going to put it in betterment. <laughs> I was in the store and the and the and the the saleswoman was like, you, "This bag looks great on you." And I it said, "Really, I, just pulls out the color of your eyes." Yeah, and I was I took out the cash in my pocket and I I went to hand it to her and she was grabbing it and I wouldn't let go and I was like, did, "You know what? No." Did no. you smell the inside of the bag? It was. Ugh, it uh, see, that's in- the thing you can't smell the inside. It's. Mm. You know, you know, I, I want to. Um, I just want to like bring something up real quick. It's it's a minor sidetrack. I'd gotten an email. Oh, that wasn't um, a minor sidetrack. <laughs> no, I thought that was pretty on point right okay, there. Okay, all right. You know, uh, but uh, I got an email. By the way, I crushed through. I, I actually inbox zero to listener emails. So everyone listening. Oh, by the way, now it's back to twenty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> but um, one one person. Uh, actually, I think it was like two people. And like when I was going through like over a hundred emails, uh, they were like, um, they were suggesting that what we do is scripted, that that our good cop bad cop routines, that the way that we do interviews and approach was scripted. And I was like, that is the biggest compliment I think we've ever gotten because if you knew the the amount of non like preparation that we this did is like, for this. This is like an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. There's a there's a general direction we want to go in, but we have no idea. We basically like we woke up this morning we're like, oh god, it's so early. It's like it's like 10 a.m. Do a five then, questions. And I, I'm like putting the questions in. I'm like, uh, all right, you ready to go? All right, let's just like we, you read them and yeah. You know. this, this morning I was like, uh, I'm so tired. Just can we do it at 10? I'm yeah, so get... fancy. I don't even know that. I don't know the next line. I just know that part. I'm so it. fancy. It's because like you see the Samsung phone like spinning slowly. That's like, where you. That's how you know that song from the Samsung commercial. Yeah, and I'm just like, I don't want a gold phone. No, like, that is just not doing it for me. No, no, it doesn't do it for me either. But anyway, co- but a coach bag. Whew. Anyway, thank you, Johnny, for your question. Last and question. If, and if it makes the show better, yes, it is scripted. 
Thank you, Andrew, for that wonderful wrap-up. Now let's yes. move on to the next question from James. I shall read. Now this is scripted technically because I'm reading. Uh, I know you were very excited about Betterment before, but lately you don't talk about it at all. In fact, I know you were trying to avoid the subject, but I am curious to hear if Betterment is tanking too. If so, have you fallen below your initial investment? Can you discuss some strategies for coping or riding through? Maybe some alternatives. Should I get out now or what? Uh, I can tell you what's going on right now, personally. Wait, before you before you say what's going on, I just want to say the reason we're not talking about Betterment is because some of you were suggesting that we were in the pocket of Betterment, and then Matt started making fun of me because I was picking all questions. Not because they were from Betterment, just because people had a lot of questions about it. that tangentially were related because we, we talk a lot about investing. So I was purposely avoiding talking about it to prove that I could we could do five questions episodes, not mentioning them, but we can't because we're. <laughs> <'cause>, <laughs> cause, I think we did one. I mean, yeah. Well, all right. So I will tell you this. Uh, you know what? In fact, I'm going to do it right in a second. I'm going to log into Betterment. I actually wrote an article on this. It's coming out tomorrow on Thursday. Uh, my Betterment account. Soon. My better, huh? I'm going to be writing one soon, similar to to this question. Because. All right. Stuff like this has been coming up a lot. Yeah, because you know why? Because the market's not doing well right now. Yeah, everyone's all fine all... and dandy when shit's going up. But uh -huh. the second there's like a little bit, everyone's running for the hills. Oh my god, the world's ending. Yep, we is, we are. Right. Is it? Is it really? Well, ISIS. So, <laughs> um, that's that's like a cataract, right? Oh man, I know what ISIS is. Anyways, go on. ISIL. Uh, my returns in my Betterment account are negative 5.3%. Nice. Yeah. I have now, now let's, 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 first of all, when you say, um, if so, have you fallen below your initial investment? No, cause you can't actually do that in the stock market. You can only, you only lose what you put in. You yeah. can't fall below it. And to get to zero is like, dude, if something uh, dude. drops a hundred percent, like that's like Lehman Brothers. When Lehman Brothers went bankrupt, it didn't even drop. 100%. I was gonna, I was gonna mention that. Like, even when you investing in Lehman Brothers didn't bring you to negative number. They can't take 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 money you didn't put in, right? Yeah. It's like it's like going to the casino and it's like somehow the 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 slot machine stole the money right out of my pocket. <laughs> uh, so it's yeah. a direct deposit. So I've invested a total of twelve hundred. $12,200 so far. I've okay. lost $645.93. Now, technically, I didn't lose shit because I didn't sell you didn't anything. sell it. Right. Yeah. It's just a number, and it's you orange. You have to understand it's not, it's that, not red. that the amount of money that's in there that you use to buy it has a certain number of shares. Right. Of the So you still have that same number yep. of shares. And this is the ebb and flow of the stock market. This is going to happen. All the fucking time. I mean, even like every five years, like it's drastic, you know, and throughout the year, it's up and down. There are things going on in the world. People are scared. People are running for the hills because of things in all kinds of directions. Actually, now's the best time to buy because <laughs> the yeah. shit is low. And dude, uh, earnings season's coming. Uh, like there, there are like specific yeah. weeks that like tons of companies report earnings, like eBay, Netflix. All these people are coming up. Who knows if like Netflix knocks it out of the park Netflix, and yeah. some other big? I mean, they're not that big of a company. Well, you but said Netflix. I didn't know if that was Net a different company. 
Oh, dude, that that's like right with like red tube and no, I, I don't know. Oh God. <laughs> oh God, we went there. No, uh, the the point is like in a week, all these earnings can come out. That you know, GE, whatever that. They could knock it out of the park, and then all of a sudden things are back up again. Everyone's like, "Oh, everything's good," you know. Yeah, and, and look, we're we're coming up on the holiday season. You know, after the holiday season, things could be back up if, if if sales are well. And and the question is, do you think that people are doing better this year than last year? And then would you say, do you think people would spend more money on Christmas this year and last year? And I could tell you, I read quartz like obsessively and we're doing way better as a country in terms of jobs, income, everything this year. So I'm sure December will be a bigger, you know. Yeah. Anyways, who knows what it's going to do and you shouldn't be in like the minute day-to-day, month-to-month. Right. Just let, let it go. So here's here's what I'll say. I'm curious to hear if your betterment account is tanking too. Yes, it is. That's the truth. Uh, have you fallen below your initial investment? No, that's impossible. Uh, can you discuss some strategies for coping or riding through? Yeah. Take the Betterment app off your phone. Stop looking at it. Mm. Stop even talking about it. Just blindly put money in there. That's the idea. That's Go outside. Go have outside. Sex. Okay. Wait, go outside and, and then have sex outside? It's or just two different checking. things? Yeah, dude. Com- combining is even easier. It's better than checking your investments. Should I get out now or what? No. Uh, or maybe some alternatives? No. <laughs> None of these things. Hey, dude, if you're 80, you should go all bonds. Um, if you're young. Hey, if you're you 80, should... cash that shit out. <laughs> go live no, your life. No, I think they could live to 100 if they listen to this show. There you go. Yeah, that's a, that's a thing. Uh, the, the thing is, if you're young... It, you need to take risk because you have so much time to be invested that the gains you will make on the upside will be monstrous. Time most is in people, your favor, yeah. And most of the people who listen are young, and you know what? Because you're young and you're earning, like the money is not that important to you now. Let it ride. No need to like, chill the it. fuck out. Is the yeah. is the is the theme? Yeah. Chill, put, put chill, ice dog. Down your pants. Well, don't do that. Shrinkage. Well, then just don't go outside to have sex at that time. Not At least not in the fall and the winter. Hmm. All or right. You, back. Could do it in the I'm winter. I'm going to reel it back in for a second. That's my reeling and sound effect. All right. If you guys have questions and you want us to answer them on the show, you can email us at listofmoneymatters at gmail.com. And I want to thank Abigail, Keeps, Thias, Johnny, and James for your questions. Excellent. Hmm. Excellent. Keep asking and we'll keep answering. Yes. If you like the show, subscribe. Hit the su- subscribe button on the and, on the iTunes or the Stitchers or whatever podcast app that you enjoy listening to our show. That's through. huge for us. It's actually the biggest help for the podcast that you could do personally. You love the podcast. You want to give us a million dollars. Don't give us a million dollars. Actually, if you have a million dollars, do give us a million dollars. But And we'll invest we really- it in Betterment. That's right, and we'll document it for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But but what you could really do is you could subscribe, go onto your grandma's iPhone, make her subscribe, go onto your cat's iPhone, make her subscribe. Of course, or or he. You could yep. have a guy cat, and uh, you yeah, just, because- you just pick two things that will probably don't own iPhones, but that's okay. Buy your cat an iPhone and make it subscribe. That's, that's what we're so. saying. But and- but I did want to I did want to mention that. Um, <clears throat> We, we had offered the Mint book for free yes. a while ago. 
And a ton of people were like, oh, my God. And then I guess we thought like everyone knew and we didn't mention it. We mentioned it again. And everyone's like, oh, my God. Um, so if this is your first episode or you didn't hear the other ones because we didn't talk about that much. We have this book called Mastering Mint. And we're going to give it to you for free if you leave us a review. All you got to do is leave us a review. And when it posts up, send an email to listenmoneymatters at gmail.com. Tell me. Uh, the name that you left the review under, and I will give you a free copy of our 20,000-plus-word awesomeness Mastering Mint book. It's a PDF. PDF. Yes, actually, some people are sending me their addresses and stuff. Yeah, it's a PDF. Um, and, uh, Meaning you yeah. can read it on your computer. Exactly, or on your iPhone. or. I don't know why I had to go into such detail about that. Speaking of reviews, I'd like to read one, if you don't mind. Yeah, go for it. All right. It's a four-star review. Hmm. It's from Mark... One, two, four, two, seven from the United States. Awesome podcast, but a little too raw for me is the title. Love the material, love the topics, but don't care for the profanity. Matt and Andrew aren't always fucking right. Well, that's pretty ironic. No, I added that. (laughs) Matt and Andrew aren't always right, but they aren't afraid to admit it either. They aren't the financial gurus of the podcast universe. They're normal Joe Schmoes who study up on financial topics and provide tidbits of wisdom. Most importantly, they encourage you to learn about personal finance and pay attention to your finances in a spend first, think later culture. It's a good podcast. He just doesn't like the cursing so much. That's fucking bullshit, dude. No, it's not. I you, understand. You know, our our average uh, star rating has gone up. I know. Because and a I, lot of people are leaving nice reviews and I and I've and I do appreciate it. It's very nice. Um, let's wrap things up here. Go to our website, listenmoneymatters.com slash toolbox. Uh, you can find stuff for Betterment. We should probably put stuff for the, the, well, the books in there, Mastering Mint, uh, yeah, yeah. Betterment. What else did we mention on today's episode? Uh, HSAs. Well, yeah. we, we, we mentioned where you can find those in the podcast, but yeah, there's some stuff in our toolbox, uh, things that we recommend on the show, products that we like and enjoy. Some of them we get paid for, some of them we don't. Either way, we want you guys to know what we use and what we like. So that's it. You got anything else? We occasionally get paid because we're shrewd businessmen. That's what you wanted to add? That, yeah. All right. Thanks again for hanging out with us, and we look forward to the next episode. Later. Later, Matt. Tell your friends about this show. (laughs) 